Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light. The private writings of the Saint of Calcutta. Appendix B, Retreat Notes, 1959, Twelfth Day under the patronage of Mary, Queen of Heaven. Aim, union with the risen Jesus in his great glory. To acquire a great confidence in goodness and greatness of my Redeemer. Examination. My love for the church, Mother writes, I am determined to show my love for the church by becoming very holy. Do I really look upon the church as the mystical body of Christ? Mother answers, nothing inside of me. Do I burn with zeal to make the church known and loved by all men? Mother makes no answer. Do I try to conform my judgments with the directions given by the church through the encyclicals, pastoral letters, directions, etc.? Mother says, yes. Readings, Psalm 65. Mother notes, all things being equal, choose the hard thing. No one is going to force me to be holy. It lies in my own hands, and I will be inferior moderate, or very fervent, just as I choose. But one cares, Jesus Christ. St. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 28. St. Mark's Gospel, chapter 16. St. Luke's Gospel, chapter 24. St. John's Gospel, chapters 20 and 21. The Imitation of Christ, book 3, chapter 49. Reflections. The Regina Chaley. Joy to thee, O Queen of Heaven, he whom thou hast meet to bear, as he promised hath arisen. Pour for us to him thy prayer. When we stand sooner or later at his judgment seat, the questions put to us will not be, What have you done? Mother writes, Nothing, God. I've only tried to be a willing instrument. How have you done it? Mother writes, My best. Why did you do it? For you alone, Mother adds. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. When we stand, sooner or later, at his judgment seat, the questions put to us will be, What have you done? Mother writes, Nothing, God. I have only tried to be a willing instrument. The next question, How have you done it? Mother answers, My best. Finally, Why did you do it? Mother says, For you alone. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
Angels of God are guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle God of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Lady of Sorrows helps Mother with humility. Our Lady, Queen of Heaven, helps her to have union with Jesus Christ. It's not enough to have humility to be a saint. Humility is the foundation because humility gets rid of pride, which is the source, the root of all sin. But union with God, union with the risen Jesus in his great glory, that's the goal. And union with the risen Jesus happens through divine love. Jesus is alive. If he had not risen from the dead, Pope Benedict liked to say, then his life, his death, would just be a matter of the past. But because he rose, never to die again, our Lord is present to us now. He is. He is alive. And we can be friends with him. We can have union with him. And that union comes about by divine love. The love of God has been poured into our hearts, St. Paul says, but the Holy Spirit has been given to us. And because Jesus is alive, we need to have hope. That is a great confidence in what? In his goodness his, and his greatness of our Redeemer. This is the aim, to have faith that he saved us, that he's risen, to have confidence in him by hope, and to love him. But Jesus rose in his body to show us that he has united all peoples together as a body, as a mystical body. And how do we serve that church? How do we show our love for the church? Well, this day gives various examples. And Mother felt a kind of darkness in. She felt nothing inside of her. She didn't love the church because it felt good. She loved the church because she knew that it was the body of Christ, the mystical body of Christ. And everything she did was for Jesus alone. She loved the church because she loved Jesus. She didn't think you could separate Jesus from the church. But she didn't love the poor. She didn't love herself. She didn't love the sisters because of something she felt inside. She felt nothing, she says. So what drove mother? What kept her going? Well, divine love, yes. But what did she think about? Well, she gives us a great clue here. Suddenly, commenting on Psalm 65, she says, no one is going to do this for me. No one's going to force me to be holy. No one is going to make me love. 
then how is she going to become holy? How is she going to become a saint? It lies in her hand, she says. Whether she's moderate or fervent or inferior requires her to choose because Jesus cares for her. Mother's not saying that this ultimately depends on her. No, it depends on Jesus who cares for her. What she's saying is that no other human being can do this for her. And this is a great temptation for many of us. We want everything to be laid out for us, like a buffet. We want holiness and the life in the church and the life of goodness to be something that other people basically do for us. And we just have to kind of eat what's put before us. And Mother's saying it's not like that. If we are going to become saints, if we're going to love the church, if we're going to do something for the church by becoming holy, then we have to choose to use the grace that God has given us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.